Hello, and welcome to Not For Nothing. As promised, we have a bonus episode with Sarah Cooper again. Hello. Hi. So, it's been a while since you and I recorded that episode, so let me just remind you what we talked about a little bit. Um, We were in Alabama together while I was home for the holidays, and we were in our safe distance spacings with all the recording equipment at your house, and... We were talking about how Pete Buttigieg had just been uh, nominated for Secretary of Labor. And we were kind of speculating this and that and the other thing about um, who would be appointed next and what would we, what we would find with the appointments. And, you know, we were talking about how special it was that Kamala Harris is the first person of color to be appointed or to be a vice president, you know. And the first woman to be vice president. So that's where we were. And we did give a disclaimer at the end of the episode that like, sure, this is mid-December when we were recording this. And we were sort of speculating that there may be some surprises because it's Donald Trump. And as of last week, um, it started to feel pretty disingenuous that we didn't do an update because... A lot has really happened since that episode we post we uh, recorded about a month ago. So mm-hmm. that's where we are. So far, we've had Donald Trump still refusing to concede an election that has been certified. Votes have been counted. It, the votes have been certified. It is official. Donald J. Trump will no longer be president as of this day next week because we're recording on Wednesday. Joe Biden will be our president. And so he sent a group of people with a mission to the Capitol to incite violence, and they did. And the viol- the Capitol was ransacked and destroyed, and today... Five people died. It, yeah, and five people died, and Donald Trump still has not really, you know, condemned those people. And Nancy Pelosi said, either invoke the 25th Amendment to get this lunatic out of office, or I will impeach again. And nobody invoked the 25th Amendment. And today, before we could even record, like, they started this morning with the deliberations, and they've already voted, and he's been impeached again. Before we could even get to the recording today. So, Mm -hmm. lickety split. (laughs) Yeah, um, it's been a crazy week. Seven days. I mean... And again, I was off work on Wednesdays. That's why we record mostly on Wednesdays Mm -hmm. (laughs) when we do long distance. So I wasn't even watching the news prior to when the riots started happening and they broke the barriers at the Capitol. Someone had to tell me, hey, are you watching this? And I was like, no, I was on Twitter doing something else. And I turned on the TV and it was the I don't typically get like out of body experiences over stuff like that. It's mostly kind of a. I'm also dissociated like I'm watching a movie because it it just it blew my mind and lucky for me and for any Democrat leftist left person not Republican in Alabama we were of course well represented Alabama as a state at the Capitol because mm-hmm. why wouldn't we just have a continual embarrassment to upon us um, <laughs> yeah. and of course one of the one of the congressmen that are were calling. Uh, you know stop the vote stop that you know they stole the election was our 
wonderful Morris Brooks, also known as Mo, because why wouldn't a representative from Alabama be called Mo, who I've consistently tweeted every day since then about how he should resign immediately. Yeah, you've done your part as a citizen of this country to engage your representative because the senators are equal numbering state by state. They are a little bit more ostentatious with what mm-hmm. they're doing. The representatives represent us. Mm-hmm. They are, they by default and by design, the representatives should be in closer contact with the citizens of their state than the senators should. And you've been doing your duty. You've been talking to Mo <laughs> every day. <laughs> I have like five followers on Twitter, I think. But I get my voice heard. I make sure I just Listen, well, I don't. You give add a somebody, fuck. they get that message. That's just how it is. Oh, I don't you even them, add them anymore. It. I comment on their own on his shit. I well, he posts he's gonna bullshit. get that message. I'll, yeah, I'll, <laughs> so. you will hear me, and I will make your life miserable on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I, um, and I'm, I'm, I I take comfort in knowing that you're probably not the only one. Oh no! If you go under so. his stuff, I yeah. I mean, and again, I, the fun best thing I think I've said. And I didn't even put it on Twitter. I sent it to my mom. There's an Alabama.com article, and it said Auburn researchers study feral hog damage in Alabama. And I said apparently Auburn is now doing research on the negative effects of Mo Brooks on Alabama. Ah. <laughs> you sent me that in a text, and I didn't really get what you meant by that. But now that makes sense. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. You've been doing your part. And it's crazy because just to go back to that day, I, Ethan and I were leaving Alabama that day. So we're on the road. We get to, we just start navigating. We're navigating Memphis, which it's not that hard to navigate Memphis, but Memphis is the, is the place where we get from, we go from one interstate to the next interstate. So it was, you know, we had to pay, pay close attention and everything. And I just remember that because you called in the middle of that and you're like, hey, they're storming the Capitol. And I was like, what? They're, they're storming the Capitol? We didn't see any coverage all day. And so it's been a week of like sort of processing what everybody else processed on that day. There's mm-hmm. this great documentary on Hulu that they've that ABC News has slapped together. but and, and I say slapped together just because it came out so fast. It's really well done and it really does sort of take you moment by moment of what happened that day and that Ethan and I watched it last night because we were I wanted to prepare for the impeachment hearings today because it's like that's why they were impeaching him so I wanted to see it all and it was it was pretty jarring I was like you know Leon my cousin my friend Brian who's been on the show a long long time ago and you you all three were giving me updates on the road and it just, I mean, I just, I don't know that there's any way to paint a picture of being like, hey, this, the Capitol's being stormed. It was, it was chilling to see it in, in, in full view. Well, the other thing is, is there's constant new imaging coming out because apparently when you are attempting, attempting to seize control of the Capitol, you're pretty brave and video yourself doing it. Yeah. They're bragging. They're bragging about it. And all these, so they're, what, so they weren't wearing masks for one in the middle of a pandemic. So if you want to talk about a super spreader event, let's talk about how many people are going to die later because of COVID from these mm-hmm. people, um, from these white supremacists, these, you know, ter- American domestic terrorists. Um, yeah. And so you have that factor. Plus, I mean, I think the most alarming one I saw 
was when they were coming through the doors chanting hang Mike Pence. And prior to seeing that, I had called my mom because my mom is very no news because it's been so depressing. And she was like, I cannot talk about if they have just somehow given Trump control. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. We've got people storming the Capitol building. We've got Proud Boys and people like Nazi Nazis storming our Capitol building. And she's like, excuse me? And I'm like, because mm-hmm. Mike Pence would not overturn the Electoral College vote, which he, which he did not does not have power to do. He's there to ensure the vote is counted. And she's like, do you know that? Or are you just speculating? I'm like, I guarantee that's what's going to come out. Mm-hmm. I promise no, you that they I mean, were looking for Mike Pence and they were looking, they were screaming, where's Nancy? They were going to commit public executions on our representatives. Right. And we, it's, I, it's not, I mean, you can't deny that fact. Well, and it, that was the striking part about this documentary I watched last night. Again, it, it is kind of long. It's like an hour and eight minutes or it might be a, I think it's an hour and eight minutes. So it's pretty long. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did interview representatives who were there that day. And this woman, um, I think she was from Pennsylvania. I forget her name, but she was a representative from Pennsylvania, Democrat. She, she said like she was go- taking me, taking us through her mindset and the few people that were up that were there in the chamber with her. She said they got to the door. She said we were oh, barricaded yeah. in. She said I. She said my chest started like I started having chest pains, and I guess it was like anxiety and and adrenaline and everything. She goes, I thought I might be having a heart attack right now. And she had to lay down and the, and these other senators or other um, mm-hmm. representatives were like, like there was another guy interviewed. And he said, I just stroked her hand and said, whatever, whatever is needed, of I'll, that now. I'll get yeah. you. I got you. And she was talking on that. And I thought, my God. And they were beating on the door and they were just like, they said, get, everybody was like, get down, get down, get down. And then there's this one uh, Democrat representative from Arizona who was talking about his um, his time in the Marines, and he said, I knew that at a time like this, there needs to be calm control. And so he was, like, taking – like, it was, like, a full hostage situation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, he was like, I've got – you know, here's what we're going to do. Let's come up with a plan. They were trying everything they could to maintain control within the room because everybody was freaking out, and the one guy was like – I started looking for my pen. He said, I knew that I needed to start looking for weapons. And he said, the chairs were bolted to the ground. Those mm-hmm. cannot be used as weapons. The only thing I had was my pen. And yeah. he, he was like, I'm prepared to start stabbing people with my pen. Like that. And the, and that's not just like a random bank robbery. That is the lawmakers of our land. Like, mm-hmm. you know, queen of england that's you know the president that's that's the lawmakers the rulers of our land you know yeah that that should not have been able to happen well and it's not like even just that like i know aoc did her first instagram live since it happened because she's she is very vocal on especially Mm -hmm. instagram she will do videos she will talk about processes she talks about why we weren't why there was a holdup on getting the two thousand dollar stimulus checks what the republicans wanted you know which again representatives should be closer to the people she's a representative i'm so grateful that she is using the platforms that are at her disposal to make herself that accessible to her constituents and all of americans yeah and so she talked about getting her she's talked about getting her the first vaccine what it meant how she felt she did like all that and so she finally spoke last night and one she couldn't even disclose everything but she said she thought at one point she might die Mm mm-hmm 
And she can't even disclose the details of that. And yeah. then talking about how there were people in the house that were applauding these people busting in and they were referencing them as my people. Like it wasn't, Mm -hmm. there are so many people in our federal government that are supportive of what happened and don't think there was anything wrong. And they're, yeah, but apologists comparing it to black lives matter and what happened over the summer, which if you look at the fundamentals of, the, I mean, you, they're false equivalency. They are not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Taking to the streets as a protest is your right. Taking over a government building is not your right. Right. Well, you and cannot there is, that's appear the only with one. That's the only comparison you can make is that protests of lesser severity, much like a fraction of severity, no severity, were treated were more violent from the cops than this was oh like that's the only comparison you can make you know contrasting the two like when black lives black lives matter people did not take take up arms and show up with bombs and tasers and prepare to kill with zip ties to take hostages and that the zip ties is what's most striking to me because there's always that argument that you carry a weapon for your own protection people a bomb is not there to protect you i refuse that argument well that true (laughs) but i mean just like carrying your guns carrying a taser carrying mace that is that can the argument can be made that that's for your protection but a bomb sure and again and the zip ties those mm-hmm. are for taking hostages. You, they built a gallow. Mm-hmm. That is not to protect you. That is to hang the vice president because you, as an entitled white person, did not get your way in life for once in the fucking time in this whole mm-hmm. country's history. You did not get your way. I was talking to Ethan today this morning. I said Hillary lost the 2016 election by legal rules that I don't necessarily agree with the electoral college, but she lost. Which is there to help slaveholders. Right. But the thing, but the point is that we, you know, that's a different debate for a different time. Should we, or should we not have the electoral college? The law on the books as is Hillary lost the election and she made a speech the next day and conceded and said, I lost. And Republicans are going to have to find a way to do that again. They're going to have to find a way to say, we lost, better luck next time. Because everything can't just be, if I didn't get my way, it was fake and yeah. and illegal and stolen from me. Like, the, I mean, I don't know. It's it, That's what's striking to me. And Nobody can even admit that you just lost. I mean, we teach our kids when they lose to lose graciously when you're on the yeah. when you're on the basketball court when you're on the football field when you're on the soccer field if you lose you lose gracefully and yeah. adults don't do that <laughs> adults well, if will you not do that go back to the fundamentals of your children what i saw is the equivalent of a child getting reprimanded by a teacher and the parents storming in and saying how dare you speak to my children like that yeah well, and you it was a it was a glorified temper tantrum. You were oh, going yeah. to murder people because you did not get your way because you have been so ingrained by this bullshit that is put out by QAnon, by Fox News, by all these enablers who have spoken and spouted and bent over for Trump that you have now convinced yourself he is the only one to speak truth. That is the definition of a cult. 
and is dangerous and they should all be in jail. I don't if you set foot in D.C. that day, you should be in jail. Well, and again, this this documentary I watched last night, I mean, it was it was so well done because I got two points that that you just brought up that I'll bring up about the documentary. One, it was the former police chief of the Capitol Police, who's kind of an innocent bystander in all this, looking in on it and everything, and he's like, and talking about like, they, something's not right there, because he said, yes, it's lucky that they are bragging about the fact that they did it, so it's going to be easy to find them. He said, but you could have made it even easier on yourself had you arrested them one by one as they walked out of the door. He said, you should have done that. It's not even, like, Mm. So no, the cops and, were taking selfies with him. It is on camera, right? Well, and that's the, that, that's the whole. That's why he's saying he's like something's amiss because proper protocol would have been to arrest them as they walked out of the door, and he said they weren't doing that. But then also Martha Raddatz, what you said, the cult mentality of it. She was Martha Raddatz is the global correspondent for ABC News, basically like the top dog of ABC News. She's the Barbara Walters, Diane Sawyer of ABC News now. And um, she's specifically usually does all the political stuff. She's moderated debates, yada, yada. She was, she had known, like she was kind of in Washington and around, you know, she was doing, she's doing her correspondent field work. She knew that there was going to be this uh, mm-hmm. Trump rally today, but then, you know, all there were many affiliates around the Capitol because they're like, you know, there's, there's a lot of, kerfuffle around the ceremonious certifying of the votes so they were there and so as the people came she's out there talking to them she's just talking to all the people and she's like you know they're issuing a curfew and they said we don't care and she said what will it take to get you all to go home and they said when trump tells us to Mm -hmm. and that's it like that i mean that is just layered because the president should have said go home, should, you know, and he did it too late. And she said, and that's what she was saying. Like she was reporting all day. She said, I told them once the president had spoken, I went to him and she said, what's it going to take to get y'all to go home? And he said, and they said again, when the president tells us to, and she said, well, he just spoke and he said, go home. And they just shrugged. And she goes, it's too late. They don't care. This is their house now is what they think. And I was like, wow, I wish I could have seen that all day in real time her saying these things on the news you know because it was i mean mm-hmm. it's it's historical well, but like you said they're following him but he he unleashed it you know you can't you can't you know you it can't goes put back it back to in the, the bottle birtherism it's like putting toothpaste back in the tube yeah i mean i mean what blows what just it's mind-blowing only because it has gotten so deep and so far and now we've got I mean, watching all these white-haired old farts of Republicans on TV during the impeachment go, we really need unity right now. I'm like, fuck your unity. You have been divisive and enabled this for four years. Fuck your unity. You need to be held accountable for what happens. Everything, I mean, everything has a reaction. If you did not enable this birtherism bullshit on our black president, which conveniently never came up when Ted Cruz ran, when he was born in Canada and all that shit. I mean, it's just, they have enabled it time and time and time again. And this is what you get. You end up with people with zip ties and bombs and tasers Mm -hmm. 
in our Capitol building. You have a man who's called the QAnon shaman who's now bitching in jail because he can't get organic food. Yeah. Because you have enabled this white supremacy idea. And again, to go back to comparing it to Black Lives Matter, they had a curfew in D.C. And here in Huntsville on, I believe it was June 10th, when we had a protest where they ended up as soon as it hit 8.01, which was our curfew for when our protest was in, they tear gassed their citizens and kettled them through the tear gas where they couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. And I watched for hours while these cops just tried to guide these white supremacists slowly away from the Capitol, well, throw them I, down and arrest them. ABC News did say that of the like 85 arrests now which two days ago there were like 50 arrests they've made some more since then of the 50 47 of them were for breaking curfew they weren't even for they weren't even for the acts that were taking place so it's you know that i don't know i'd be interested to see what 47 people were arrested for breaking curfew was it the token black folks out there you know (laughs) i mean (laughs) yeah it doesn't make i mean it's it's mind blowing. And, and it all goes back to that they were white and mm-hmm. most of these cops were white. And apparently black um, blue lives, excuse me, blue lives only matter when they are killing black people. Right. Because I watched a cop get beaten with an American flag, mm-hmm. which is peak irony. <laughs> well, after all that, they they're blaming Trump and rightfully so. And they've impeached him. And a week from now, well, you know. The airing of this episode is on Thursday, so a week from the airing of this episode, we will have a new president already. What do you think the last week of Trump's presidency is going to look like? It's hard to say because he's been so silenced by social media that, I mean, even though he's been, he's had the ability to give, you know, speeches and and press, meet the press updates for four years, Mm -hmm. um, not having social media apparently has muted him and he's a victim and all this. Just like yeah. Ivanka and Melania are complete victims and all this, and they have no accountability for anything that's happened. Um, and if you can't sense my sarcasm, they're all <laughs> pieces of shit and can go well, burn in hell for all I care. And then, and that's <laughs> and it's interesting because I I do watch The View every day, and I have a love hate relationship with Meghan McCain because Meghan McCain and I do not. So agree does her fully. stylist. They do not do her any favors. <laughs> sometimes like, she looks fantastic, and then sometimes they take bold choices. They make bold choices. I won't I won't denigrate her on her looks on. Today. No, I'm just saying her um her stylist does <laughs> like. <Right. laughs> <laughs> but uh, but um, she it's it's interesting because I, I, Ethan gets mad at her too because she sort of gives a pass to Republicans where they where we don't feel like they deserve a pass and he and I told her yesterday I told him yesterday I said I do kind of feel bad for him for her because she's trying to hold the fort down as a reasonable Republican and you're standing alone, lady. There's no reasonable Republicans left. Really, Liz, Liz Cheney. Um, I mean, there's a few. There's a few. Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney. You know, there's a few of them out there. But it's like Meghan McCain. I I applaud you because so many Republican correspondents, people who are like the avatar faces of the Republican Party on the news, have abandoned the Republican Party and they say I'm an independent conservative. And she didn't abandon it, but 
you can't do it alone. She can't do it alone. And that's the thing on the view. She's, she's fed up. She's like, I don't care what you do. Throw the book at this person. Because she said, if this, she said, these people are no better than Al Qaeda. And if this had been Al Qaeda, you would have them in Guantanamo. And she goes, I say, put every damn one of them in Guantanamo right now. And I'm just like, you know what? Get it girl. I mean, I got nothing. I got nothing, but I mean, amen to that. Yeah. And, what blows my mind is even like I have said some pretty harsh things on my mother's Facebook to some of the people who knew me growing up uh, that are her age, mostly because I can't take it anymore. As far as this, again, this apologist, I call them like, yeah, the yeah, but apologists, like mm-hmm. you could say, well, that was pretty shitty. He goes, well, yeah, but the Democrats, da, 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 da. I'm like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people that you've, thrown your money at for the past four years and apparently they are also now suddenly silent on the matter um yeah which is very interesting and convenient and i would love to have a very deep and condescending conversation about it and make them admit that the person they vote for is a heaping pile of shit um at this point because like how can you not like you we like we all watch like that was the thing watching today the impeachment they're like we have not had any evidence we don't have any we have not done any testimony i'm like it literally happened on live TV. Like, there's no right. denying well, and, and what we saw. Point. That was my point for Megan McCain that, you know, people are like, ugh, Megan McCain. But I'm like, she's doing what others won't do. Right. And so many, she's saying, we. I mean, she's now saying we deserve better. Like, get him out of there. He does not re- represent my party. I am standing up. I am saying, this is my party. This is my house. I will defend this. Talking about the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. She wants better for this. She wants the vision that her father instilled. And so many people are not doing that. They're just like, well, this is the Republican Party that is now. So I'll keep voting for it. And it's like, you have the power to tell the Republicans, go in a different direction. You want to be the mm-hmm. power of stoic law and order and and conservatism? <laughs> this is not that what that it. is. This no, is that's... not it. <laughs> like, And I would suffice to say, and again, this happened partially before I was born, that this all stems from when the Republican Party intellectually as a whole made the decision to go the hyper Christian evangelical route to scoop up all the Southern Baptist and church mm-hmm. of Christ and all those super, you know, religious sects. This is those, this is what this is stemmed from. This is where we are now because of that decision was made because I guarantee you not a one of those people could have told you what big government versus little government was at the White House, at the mm-hmm. Capitol. Yeah. They would have and known we, that. They would have been about, they've been, oh, they killed the babies over there. Oh, they want to take my money and give it to the drug addicts. Oh, that's what they would have said. Not mm-hmm. a single person that sees that Capitol was a traditional Republican. They were all these Tea Party Republicans. And this may split the party. And I hope it, it does. It well could. Like, and, I hope And that's something does. that Megan McCain, again, on The View is talking about. She's like, She's not, she's, she's being pretty tight lipped about it because I think she thinks it might too. She's like, she said, I kind of feel like there are the Republicans like me will hold strong and this, and will, and the Republican party will equilibrium, you know, balance itself out. And these crazies that voted for Trump and are like sycophantly doing their Trump thing will form a third party. The Sarah Palin's the, that extremist. Yeah. And that's what Whoopi had said. Whoopi said that too on the view. She's like, it's just like the tea party there. So many times there's these fringe groups of the Republicans that may wind up building their own coalition for a third party, 
you know, well, whatever, which is right good for the Democrats because every, cause everybody, well, the, we've always said Democrat Party is a big tent, you know, big Well, tent. and the Democrat Party even still is splitting in and of itself of these last four years. I mean, mm-hmm. not to the extreme. The Democrats are going to most likely vote third party rather than voting strict party lines like the Republicans, although this well, is probably I, making it incredibly harder to do it at this point. The split, um, though, the, I think the split in the Democratic Party, and we're, we got to wrap it up, but I think the split in the Democratic Party is more nuanced, and I don't think it is such a rift because we're finding these AOCs and um, who is Democrat, and then there's the Bernie Sanders who is independently, cons- uh, independently liberal-minded. Bernie Sanders has pulled Joe Biden left on a lot of things and AOC mm-hmm. has pulled Nancy Pelosi left on a lot oh, of things. Oh, they don't so like each other though. <laughs> they don't like each other, but she but I think they are very good colleagues. I don't know oh, that yeah. they care for each other, but I think AOC has pulled Nancy Pelosi left, which, you know, people are like, "Oh, could Nancy Pelosi get any more left?" She sure could. Um oh, Absolutely. But, you know, I I I do believe that there will be an ebb and flow within the Democratic Party that pulls them left and they find their equilibrium more than the Republicans have because the Republicans carry guns and they call themselves Christians. And and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, carrying guns or calling yourself a Christian is not a bad thing, but putting yourself on this pedestal. It is when you pedestal, seize a capital and scream Well, putting Hank yourself Mike on Pence. this pedestal, like you have to uphold yourself when you put yourself on a pedestal. You have to live up to it or you'll fall off the pedestal. And hate to break it to you, kiddos, but you're falling. That's an update from our political talk. Um, when we meet again at some point, we will have Probably a new president. Probably next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. I, you and Ethan are the two I tap into. We'll have a new president you, by next week. Did you see who's hosting the virtual inauguration? Who? Good old Tom Hanks. Oh, see? I love it. He is the, he's I, America's hero right now. He, sur- I, he was the first famous person to sur- survive COVID, and... He's he's America's fun uncle. I I'm a little bitter because right now I see that Justin Timberlake is set to perform and I'm just not okay with that. But you know I yeah. didn't get invited to plan it, so I can't really complain too much. They well, didn't ask I didn't my RSVP opinion. to my to my planning committee <laughs> invitation. They didn't ask so. me. They should have. If people would just listen to me more often, we'd be happier. Um, right. It's true. Uh, it is true. But, but yeah, good old Tom Hanks. Well, I I hope y- for the best. You'll be off work on the inauguration day and I'll be off work on the inauguration day. So we will be texting and calling and you know, this is the, it could be the third off day in a row where I've had to sit and watch the news all day. Like it's right. a little tight. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm making up for favorite... not doing it the last four years. I've got to watch the news every Wednesday every... all day long. <laughs> well, quoting one of my, one of our favorite podcast, uh, personalities um well we're headed into sleepy joe's america so get ready to watch something other than the news here we go (laughs) because that's what Uh, trump called him and i'm like yeah that's what we want sleepy joe somebody who's gonna sit behind the resolute desk govern his country and not make us worried that our leader is going to derail all of life yeah how many wars did we nearly get into these past four years because he'd said something dumb more than i can count (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, so I hope you enjoy your last week of Donald Trump's presidency and don't let up on talking to what's his name? Mo Brooks. Mo Brooks. Let me, let me give you a list on who I tweeted today. Would that help? We got your number, Mo Brooks. 
Mo Brooks, uh, Led Zeldin, who or Lee Zeldin, excuse me, out of I think New York. Diana Harshbarger, uh, Doug Lamalfa. Those are the last three. Uh, Mike Gatz, who's out of Florida and looks like his daddy's a lawyer and's bailed him out of everything he's ever had done wrong. I think um, it's Gates. Mike Gates. Well, his name is fucking stupid, it's like his hair. Stupid. It's spelled G A E T Z. Yeah, Gates. Whatever. Matt Gates. And I will repeat it. Whose daddy, who looks like his daddy is a lawyer and bails him out regularly for DUIs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So just blow their shit up and tell them they're horrible humans. Cause that's what I've been doing. Well, that's my, <laughs> that's what I ask everybody who listens to the show to write your, write your Congress people a good, a good little net message. Let them know how you think. If they agree with you, give them, if they are, if they're doing everything you agree with, then give them a little nudge and say, good for you. I appreciate what you're doing for the sake of America. And if they don't, Go to at Sarah C. Cooper. Is that Cat. your Twitter? Sarah Cat. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Cat, Cat Cooper. Cooper. Go to at Sarah, Sarah Cat, Cat Cooper, Cooper. Follow all of what she has written and let that be your template for civil unrest on digital platforms. And, and don't forget said, to donate to Planned Parenthood and make sure to make it in honor of someone who hates women so that yeah. they get a notification of it. Yeah, Mike Pence. That's a good. That's that's a good one. If you have no one else to do it for, but I can, I'm sure you can find somebody. And that being said, we'll see you next week after the inauguration. Bye. <laughs>